You're listening to Force Fed Digital. BXU Heard. Welcome, my people, to the Art of Bounce. This podcast is a joint venture between my people at Force Fed Digital and TURN, the United Ronin Networks. My name is Ralph Anthony Garcia, also known as R4. The Art of Bounce, or Bounce, is a pod where I share stories from my roller coaster 27 year career. I also recognize the hard work performed by these professionals donned in black, as well as denounce the pretenders who only look to gain from greed and other nefarious ways. Shout out to the bouncer who does his or her job to the fullest, as well as others under the safety and security awning, such as the Secret Service, Department of Homeland Security, Fire Department, Police Department, Department of Corrections, Emergency Medical Technicians, Bodyguards, Crossing Guards, Lifeguards, those who represent the main objective, safety, and security. Big shout to each and every bouncer in every state, in every country. If you're a bouncer or security guard and would like to share one of your stories on the program, or if you're a listener with a question, simply go to www.solo.to forward slash RGMC 2407 and choose a platform where you can hit me up on a DM or send an email. Yes, y'all, I've collected a myriad of questions, which I will answer on a recap show that I will record very soon, so stay tuned. On this edition of Bounce, we will return to Brooklyn, back towards the Bedford-Stuyvesant area, Bed-Stuy for short, to Club Kingdom. The year was 2006, and this story pertains to people who do not like the word no. Ugh, so many of them. But this one guy, you can tell the word no does not apply to this guy. The word no does not get told to this man very often. Well, I'm very glad that I am one of a very few to tell this guy or whoever represented this guy no. And when I tell you no, just know it ain't happening and it ain't gonna happen. And your happy-go-lucky-get-along gang ain't gonna do a goddamn thing about it either. Look, don't get me wrong. We love his work. We just don't like him. At least not in Madison Square Garden or Yankee Stadium. We call him a jinx. And according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, as a noun, a jinx is one who brings bad luck. Also, the state or spell of bad luck brought on by a jinx. As a verb, to foredoom to failure or misfortune, or bring bad luck to. Yep, that's right. I said it. So, my man, what you need to do is surround yourself with people who actually tell you the truth about yourself. Then maybe, just maybe, you would treat people better. Maybe you would conduct yourself with a little more restraint. Maybe you would behave yourself better. Maybe you wouldn't be viewed as an insufferable douchebag people have to kowtow to. 
Before I go on a ranting spree, let me just play the tape so you can see that if you do not have the patience to deal with these kind of people, you might not last a weekend, let alone a month or 27 years, like me, before I turned around and said, All this. So ladies and gentlemen, please present the right color bracelets before entry, and let's listen in. Okay, folks, you know me, I love to tell stories. I mean, based on true stories, but here is, yet again, another story. Taking it back to 1994 real quick, watching the New York Knicks. Damn it. I just knew the Knicks in 1994, that damn season, I just knew they were going to go all the way, right? My stupid, sad bet. I was in jail, mind you. Okay, hold on a second. Back in 1994, I was doing time in the tombs. Now, I won't disclose what the hell I was doing in jail. I'll just tell this story. In jail, in the tombs, we were all watching the games. The Knicks were doing it. I mean, you couldn't believe what the hell was going on out there. Folks were like, yo, the Knicks might do it. The Knicks might do it. But then there's your naysayers. Ah, them ain't going nowhere. The motherfuckers, them is always disappointing us New Yorkers. Now, being in jail on your way to the island in a couple of months, I mean, you ain't gonna be too comfortable, but for some reason, when there's a camaraderie amongst inmates, as we're all together watching the game, tensions seem to be not as inflammatory. So, watching the series, right, I just knew the Knicks was going to go all the way, like I said. My stupid ass was stupid enough to be like, you know what? If the Knicks don't pass this sh**, if the Knicks don't make it all the way, I'll do 1,000 push-ups. Needless to say, my ass lost. <laughs> and yeah, you best believe I had to do every last one of those 1,000 push-ups. That's what my dumb ass get for fucking gambling. And, you know, push-ups for that money. And best believe every person there was getting their money's worth. Watching me do calisthenics and after a while we get used to so many push-ups being done at a time, but I was doing 1,000 and they made sure I did every last one of them. There was no breaks. <laughs> every time I hit 100 and I'd stop, they like, uh-uh-uh, keep going. And you know, dudes like us, was we were doing speed push-ups. That's how nice we was. I had to do that 1,000 push-ups. And as we watching the television after all the chaos and shit went down with the team losing, who was the first motherfucker? you see at courtside looking all stupid and disappointed. You guessed it, the jinx itself. Yeah, I call him a jinx, and I'm not the only one that calls him a fucking jinx. Ask Killer Miller about the fucking jinx. Now, I ain't gonna be saying no names out loud for fear of getting sued by sensitive punks. But, you see, I can't help but to think it's his fault we lost. 
It's his fault. My cousin and I have these conversations all the time. Yo, y'all need to get rid of that cat. Get him away from the garden. Or if he insists on being at the garden, put him in the fucking skybox. Put him somewhere where he, he won't be nowhere near courtside. Make it make sense. Because he's so no Man, listen. All right, let me tell you how annoying this dude is, man. And mind you, because of his filmography, I am a fan. He's done joints, created beautiful movies. But man, you're not about to impose your will. Yes, y'all, we're going right back to Kingdom. Kingdom, you already know, I told you all about Kingdom up in Brooklyn. And I was working the VIP on the second floor. On this particular day, this director had just finished wrapping up his movie. This is back in 2006, so you could probably maybe put two and two together. Again, I'm not mentioning no names. And of course, I'm going to do everything possible to protect the innocent. This guy was really not so innocent. Like, he really thought he could. Now, allow me to explain. He finished wrapping up this movie. I mean, he had A-listers. And I actually seen a couple of them, and I met one. Real cool cat. Of course, the main star, he didn't show his face. But the director and his crew were there, and I noticed him casting his glimpse over at the VIP area where I was holding the velvet rope. Now, there was this Asian chick on the DJ set, and she was pretty nice. I mean, she was spinning some dance hall tunes right now. She was definitely rocking the house. You know, I was thinking, maybe I should let him in the VIP, since he's one of my favorite directors, and he finished wrapping up a movie. But then, I get a call, and I get hit up on the walkie-talkie, right? And it went a little something like this. Yo, Ralph, since you're at the VIP, you gotta make sure someone buys a bottle before they enter that area. Do you copy? Loud and clear, that's a 10-4. I guess those thoughts and dreams of welcoming this guy into my VIP has done been shot to sh But, you see, even though I was gonna hold down that VIP no matter what, this f***ing guy had the nerve to send somebody over to me, talking to me, saying, Yeah, man, you know who that is over there, right? I says to him, Yeah, of course. He is the world-renowned Blase Blase. Yeah, man, as you already know, we just finished wrapping up a movie across the street at the Navy Yard. Yeah, I'm familiar. What's up? Nah, um, he just wanted to see if we can uh, enter that VIP area, you know. I'm like, well, sir, what I do know is you have to buy a bottle in order to enter this VIP. And um, dude gave me this look like he didn't like what I just told him. But I stood steadfast holding on to my velvet rope. I'm saying, though. I'm saying, bro, if he wants to enter this VIP area, he's going to have to. Buy a bottle. Other than that, have a good night. Oh, boy. First off, you're in shorts, my man. You're in a dingy-ass shirt. And as I look down to the floor, 
you got sandals on with socks. First off, you don't even look like you deserve to be in the VIP. Not with me. Not dressed like that. And then his hair, his hair looked like Albert Einstein. We all know what Albert Einstein looks like. His hair all stupidly unkept, looking like a damn inept asshole. No, sir. You can tell you and your crew and everybody else, plus that four-eyed f to get the f out of my face. All right? Because now y'all playing yourselves. We apologize. Oh, yeah, sure. Thanks. Hey, Ralph, is everything at the VIP copacetic? Bro, I hate when people say the word copacetic like a dumbass. It's copacetic, not copacetic. Yeah, everything is copacetic, I'd respond. Yo, it's copacetic. Listen, that one cat said it best. A man once told me, don't argue with fools. And I'm not going to make myself look like one either. That's a copy. So, lo and behold, this motherfucker's whole team is staring at me some kind of way, but it took for the one actor, the white guy, who I actually got to know over the course of the night, it took for him to calm them down. Like they were really gonna do something about me telling them, no, you're not getting in my VIP without a fucking bottle. And you know what? You know what? Before all of this stupid ish, before he pulled that, I was going to tell that Asian cute little DJ who's spinning old school records right now, I was going to tell her, look, play that one record from that movie about, you know, that one hot ass summer and shit. Play them that record. I was going to open up the velvet rope and allow him to come into my VIP when that song was playing in the background. And that was until he fucking played himself. My man, this ain't the fucking garden. This is my VIP. And if you don't like it, you can go ahead and make a movie about it. Starring your little face friend looking like fucking Black Einstein. All in that stupid looking ass. What? What is that? A fucking hole in a shirt? Bruh, I'm done. Get these people the fuck out of here. Now, <clears throat> thankfully, throughout the night, the DJ, she knew what the hell she was doing. She wasn't playing the real new shit, you know. 2006, the music was getting whack anyway, you know? So she was playing stuff from way back before the year 2000, which was always welcome in my ears. 80s, 90s, that's the shit she was playing. And meanwhile, this sucker and his crew, they had to find solace outside the VIP. But the four-eyed kept staring at me. And I'm like, man, I'm hoping he's watching me to see if he puts me in his next movie. The way he was staring at me and ish. I had the right mind to step down from my VIP and ask him what the fuck his problem was. To be honest, I really wanted to tell him what everybody that calls him a jinx wants to tell him. Stay the fuck out of Madison Square Garden. Every time we lose, it's your fault. Your fault. Looking all stupid, antagonizing the players. For what? Your loud colors and shit. Why your colors gotta be mad bright? Why you got to be noticeable, bruh? 
Like, ew, get out of here. Go to the fucking skybox. Better yet, why don't you go to the filth fucking forum? Yeah, the building next door. I don't know what the fuck they call it now. The Paramount or whatever the fucking fucking fuck it is. Maybe you should go in there. But I got a better idea than that. Why don't you watch from the comfort of your own home? Because, bruh, ever since you've been a ticket holder, you've been nothing but bad luck. Bad luck. I don't care. Bruh, I used to be a fan of the Knicks. Not anymore. These New York teams better step they fucking game up, man. It's ridiculous and embarrassing already. How can we be billed as this mecca? How can we be billed as this capital of the entire world, this mecca of the universe, and look like a bunch of losers every time I tune into the sports channel? Bruh, I'm done. I'm finished. I don't want to even look at sports anymore. <laughs> it's embarrassing. I'm done. All right, I'm finished. Okay. That was yet another visit to the kingdom and my VIP. Y'all be good, man. <laughs> it's just a fact. Some people suck. Some people just can't help it. There's just no other way around it. You as a bouncer will continue to experience the most out of people who truly believe that the customer is always right. Like I said before, if you have a short temper, this gig ain't for you. Admittedly, I too had to eat a ton of shit in my 27-year career, and I think once I reached my 50s, my patience had worn rather thin. Not to mention other factors like a growing lack of respect, not only for your elders, but of authority. The music they play, the rules that constantly change, etc., etc., etc. It's tough to be a bouncer or security guard these days. Just last week, I calculated the numbers to see if it was even worth working security. And in hindsight, I suggest you guys work at a fast food place. It's a little bit less money, yes, but not that much. But you sure can put in the hours. Mind you, that is just my opinion, though. I'd also suggest to do your own research and see what works for you. And during said research, you might want to tune in to this podcast to get some first-hand experience tales told to you to smarten up towards decisions you make to help benefit you. If you would like to speak to me directly, just go to www.solo.to forward slash RGMC2407 or go to the YouTube channel, Facebook group, Cash App, PayPal, IG, Threads, X, or send an email to the Gmail at RGMC2407 on YouTube. Subscribe or join the United Ronin Networks and let me read you a book today. Or you may listen to the Bounce Pod exclusive, uncensored versions, or you may listen 
to Ralph Reads and its uncensored episodes when you join the United Ronin Network's YouTube channel. The Art of Bounce podcast is also its own YouTube channel if that's what you prefer. Or you may follow The Bounce Pod on FourceFed Digital wherever you stream your favorite programs such as Spotify, Amazon Music, or Apple Podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you just happen to be at a venue and you see a guy or girl dressed in black on their feet and heels doing the best they could at their job, please show them a little bit of love because they're not getting their just desserts. They're devalued. Each day, they take home their low pay to be sure you and yours have a good time and feel secure. Be safe.